Welcome back to another episode of Drinks and Kinks, season two. I'm your girl, I'm Bird. <laughs> As always, a reluctant senior on the microphone. Are you going to post the other episode? I'm thinking about it. Okay. I'm still trapped and please still send help. <laughs> And today we have a very special guest with us. We refer to her as goddess. You want to be anything else? No, that seems no, pretty good works. to me. I mean, that <laughs> I, feels yeah. like sadistic goddess. Sadistic goddess. This goddess is yeah. fine. Okay. Um, everybody always ends up with nicknames on here. So, like, if you want to go by your real name, you're more than welcome to. But you can just call me the sadist. The sadist. <laughs> it's pretty accurate. <laughs> pretty accurate. Yeah. Except for clam. Clam gets her own name apparently. Clam does get her own name well, I got my own her. name too we're not worried about the dog's identity <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so we do an ASF on here too which is your age your sex your fuckery if you are so inclined so I am 39 she her are my pronouns and then my fuckery is hetero flexible and then I don't know like primal prey bratty middle submissive is probably my identifiers senior what do you have I don't know. I I'm debating your subness after this fucking weekend and <laughs> the car ride home. We're, there's maybe that doesn't quite think you know mean what you think it means. <laughs> That's the the ex- emphasis on brat. I was that. gonna say she leans more brat. Yeah. <sighs> mm-hmm. Sorry. That's all. Are you gonna do your ASF? Yeah, I suppose I will. <clears throat> uh, I guess you're calling me senior. Yeah, you're a senior. I'm I'm senior, so uh, I'm 41. And if you want to fucking know things about me, you have to ask me about them. I'm not just giving out free information here. What What's your fuckery? That's it. You got to ask me. I just did. <laughs> <laughs> no, this isn't for you. You know. Do I, though? Because after this last weekend, I don't think I know anymore. <laughs> she learned a lot. I learned that you are a sadist. <laughs> And you two sitting next to each other in class. Not a good thing for you. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, and things could get very dark for you in the coming months. I have a feeling it will. But yeah. like in a good way. Yeah, thanks. In the most enjoyable of ways. Consensually. Sure. <laughs> Unless non-consent has been negotiated, which I'm hoping. For. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we'll negotiate that. <laughs> okay. And then our, our queen status for the day. What is your ASF? I am 47. Pronouns are she, her, and I identify as a sadistic dominant. Yes. It's my favorite. Drinks before kinks, always. So what we're drinking today is the dark. It's the apothic dark, which is a bold red blend. And we all have a nice glass of wine today. Yay. Yay. Are you ready? I do love a good goth wine. Agreed. And yeah. it's dark. It's very dark. Even the cork was black. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. So today we are <clears throat> recapping what we did this last weekend. We went to Kinkfest in Portland, Oregon, and what an adventure. It was our first. Senior and I had our first adventure to Kinkfest. But you've been there a couple times, right? It was my fifth, yes. Yeah, that's a few times. It's fantastic. Do you notice a difference every year or yes. does it get wilder does it get tamer what's what's the feel it really just depends on who you're going with and who's there the vibe in the room changes a little bit Mm -hmm. I guess depending on who you're playing with and that's about it yeah nice sometimes it's a little more stressful and sometimes it's fun yeah was this a fun year it was good it was great it was probably the best year cool it seemed yeah the energy the whole energy seemed fun and like for us too it was a it was nice kind of relaxed and everyone was having a good time so yeah yeah it felt good no yeah. major drama right yeah. up front yeah. yeah nothing too crazy right yeah. up front you <laughs> <laughs> probably cut that out <laughs> so we are here today um because we are deconstructing our scene that we had on saturday and since Senior got to watch, he's also going to participate and give some of his feedback from an outsider, from a bystander perspective. But we did some negotiating through text message beforehand. A lot. Pretty extensively. And it was awesome. It was like, what are your goals for this session? What are your health conditions? That kind of stuff. I've never done a negotiation like that before. The only other scene that I've ever had was with a fake dom. 
And I hope that someday he listens to this because that would be so enjoyable. Going through that with him, there was no negotiations. It was just like, I'm going to surprise you with something. We're not going to talk about it beforehand. We're barely going to talk about it afterwards. And you're not allowed to really say anything while it's happening. And then P.S. I'm also going to ignore your safe words. So it was not necessarily what I consider an official scene. This was an official scene. I got to officially set something up with you, talk about it beforehand, talk about it even up to the minute that we started, we were talking about things, how this was going to go. And I loved this experience so much. This was awesome. So first and foremost, thank you. You're welcome and thank you. Yeah. So we negotiated through text message and then the days before, so we had Thursday that Senior and I drove up. We got settled in. We had classes on Friday. We all went to lunch together on Friday. I don't remember what we did on, oh, Friday night was the group photo. We did the fashion show and all that good stuff. And then we hung out in the dungeon, got to see some of your scenes that night too. Do you have like memorable scenes on Friday? (laughs) Yes. I got to shrink wrap mummify one of my friend's partners. That's right. Yeah. And that was fantastic. Have you done that before? Never. That's so cool. Yes. Okay, cool. So that was Friday night. And I know that Senior and I kind of ducked out a little bit early because it was... Because you were wearing the latex and I was about to bust. (laughs) (laughs) I did have a latex dress. Uh, And thigh highs. And thigh highs. I had stockings mm. and gloves that went with it too. And poor Senior had to help me get in that thing. And out of. And then out of it. (laughs) That was the best part. uh, Yeah. You know what? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know which was the best part. So yeah, that that was Friday night. (laughs) Saturday, we had more classes together. We all went to lunch again. More classes after that. And then there was a nice good chunk where we could go back to the room, decompress a little bit, get ready for the evening. And then I think around eight o'clock or so is when we showed up to the dungeon, kind of got our stuff settled in. We got to hang out at the DJ booth a little bit. It's like friends in high places, I suppose. Mm And rejoined up with pretty much everybody that we were hanging out with the night before. And then Senior put these gorgeous leather handcuffs on me that he got about a week before. They arrived just in time. And they're really cool because you can wear them as just like bracelets, sort of. They're very very small. And like even even just small because their wrists are small, but they're like... Dainty. Dainty, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, Kativa. Kativa. uh, Is the, the, the maker of those. They're on TikTok. They're awesome. Every time I read that name on the leather strip, I think it says caution, but it does say Kativa. So you put the handcuffs on me. No. I put the handcuffs on you. You put the handcuffs on mm-hmm. me. This is where I, details are going to come in handy right. from extra people. I handed over mm-hmm. the handcuffs. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because then you figured out that I have these little teeny tiny baby wrists. And Senior was like, you got to put it on the very... I told her which hole to go in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then they're, they're really, hard to get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go deep. <laughs> There's a little bit of stretching involved. Yeah. Yes. Really got to work it. And they then can clip together with a sizable amount of leather in between, enough that you had a handle. Yeah. A palm amount. Yeah. And you could just lead me around. And then we got to cruise around and we were looking for a spot to go play and do our scene. But we also got to do some negotiating too, which was really fun and talk a little bit more about like, okay, what are we looking at here? What are the space? I know we initially talked about doing an over in the knee scene and that wasn't necessarily the area that was going to be conducive to something like that. So at that point, I said, I'm open to doing other things, whatever other objects we can get our hands on. I'm totally cool with going for something else instead. So we cruised around, did a whole big lap. Found a couple spots. We found what I like to keep referring to as like a shadow box that it's lit from the inside so that anybody from the outside of the curtains can see the shadows of the people on the inside doing the things that they're doing. But it's a little bit more private. You can walk in. There's a couple different areas in there that you can go play. However, to anyone passing by, you can't directly see what's going on. And then immediately next door to that, there's almost something that looks like a sawhorse, like a padded sawhorse. So I was given the option to choose between the two. And I was like, I don't know, beggars can't be choosers. I am happy to do whatever. 
No, you were starting to fawn because you were being led around by a sadistic dominant. <laughs> <laughs> and you and you were and well entrenched in your role at that time. Yeah, and you know, it's funny. I I didn't really <laughs> recognize that until maybe Sunday afternoon or maybe Monday when I realized that that walk around like that really helped get me into a mindset for this. And that was awesome. So instead of just walking up to a place and being like, all right, here we go. Let's do the thing. Get naked. Yeah. It was like setting the tone. It was setting the mood for this. So yeah, senior was like, no, she's not going to go on the, what what was your line? Nobody spanks birdie in the corner. Yeah, there (laughs) it is. That's what I said. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So we went for the sawhorse instead. And then we were able to go set up stuff. You had a bag of tricks that you got to bring with you. Is that normal? Do you normally have like a big suitcase full of items? Or was that like Kinkfest bring out everything that you got? I have four suitcases. (laughs) So I have to pick and choose what I'm going to bring for each person that I play with. So those were specific. Yeah. See, I was wondering if you did it like seasons. So you had like summer... You know, summer bag and a winter bag. Spring, you just, these are my spring toys. No. (laughs) I have a bag of anal toys. I have a bag of strap-ons. I have more sadistic toys. Just, it really depends. That's awesome. Nice. So, we go, we get set up. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite things is, so we had negotiated, like, what I was going to wear. And you were like... Naked is best. Let's do the naked thing. And I'm like, I have never done anything like this before. I don't know about being naked in front of all of these people. I said I I would like to start with a skirt on. I have no panties on. Just go ahead and flip that up. We'll start there. If I'm feeling okay, then I can kind of settle into taking the skirt off. It's got a little zip on the side and it's easy to remove that and just be done with it. I just remember thinking like, there's no way I'm going to take my top off here. There's no way. Everybody else has gorgeous boobs. And I am of the itty bitty titty committee. Like, I can't do it. I cannot do it. Still, there was like a path in my mind that was like, don't say completely no. Just be open to it. And then there was the path in my mind that was six feet away going, take off your top. Take (laughs) off your top. Take off the top. But I'm sitting there and I wanted to make sure that she was comfortable with whatever we did. And so I wasn't going to push her to do anything outside of her comfort level. Yeah. So I didn't push that. Yeah. I think that we got started Mm -hmm. and I was bent over the sawhorse, but I don't remember the way that we were facing. You tried to explain it to me later. You were like 24 inches away from what I wouldn't describe as the most favorable scenery. Oh, facing. Or just like they were doing, they were doing some distracting shit really right. close. It would have been right were. in yeah. front of my face. Yeah. Yeah. And so we were, we were like, oh, maybe, maybe we should get you spun around. Yeah. I'm um, going to move you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This way. Yeah. 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 So I very vaguely remember like the setup of what angle that it was going. And so I just was like, I'll go with the flow. Um, I had no idea. I thought it was all about presentation. So I. <laughs> And I was torn on that. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted everyone to see your beautiful body, your beautiful ass getting wailed on mm-hmm. from any angle. But I also wanted you to be comfortable. I didn't want you face-to-face with that other person in that other spot. Yeah. So I'm so glad that you recognize that because that didn't exist outside of my little realm. Also, something that I noticed, too, is I only saw four people. And it was the four people that we showed up with. So there is Hunter, there was Senior, uh, so Vex was there, and then you. So these are the four people that we found this spot and were there with. And that's everybody that I saw the entire time. And most of the time, I'm focused on you. And I don't see anyone else other than that, except other than like glancing over and I see and seniors standing over in the corner and they're like yeah good job <laughs> I think one time I looked up and I made eye contact with Hunter and I was like hey you're like hey don't look over there anymore yeah. <laughs> yeah, can minutes. I face a different direction please <laughs> so we started with a warm-up yes do you want to talk about what a warm-up is so I've never seen you play I've never I like to watch somebody get spanked first so that I know 
what they can handle. Mm-hmm. How hard can I go? So I went very soft because we had discussed that. We wanted to make sure that this was an, an empowering scene. Yeah. Um, so I spanked you with my hand for a little bit with zero reaction from you. <laughs> no body tenses. Um, you didn't move. You didn't squeal. Nothing. No, I'm just sitting over there smiling. I'm like, oh, it's happening. Yay. <laughs> so then I had to check on you. Uh-huh. Are you doing okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As I recall, I think you grabbed me by the hair and said, are you fucking bored? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Was, that was one of my favorite moments was like, oh, shit. No, I'm not bored at all. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> Uh, the warm-up was really nice because it's a slow introduction to what is about to come instead of just a startling like, bam, here we go, this is starting. It's a nice way to kind of like set the tone and gave me a chance to settle into yet another mindset of, okay, now that this is starting, there's some bigger things that are going to be happening. We also talked right before we started that you had mentioned like it's been a little while since I've played with someone who was brand spanking new. And that check-in with me meant a lot for you to say, like, I'm going to try something a little bit different. And I'm going to check in with you and see how this goes for you. But it's been a while since I've done this. That choice to be vulnerable with me and say, like, this is not something I do on a regular basis immediately gave me a sense of security and this is a safe place and it just made everything that much better because it felt so much more real and like you're you're human and you're allowed to have this human moment where you're like I'm not perfect at everything so if I mess up you're gonna let me know but I'm gonna try my best to guide kind of guide you through this it's just been a while since I've done it I I loved it I thought that was amazing well that's fantastic thank you yeah I think that a lot of dominance need to be humble yeah right because we are all human we all fuck up one point or another and we have to own it yeah we have to be ready for it so just letting our bottom know hey this is where i'm at Mm -hmm. lets you know that shit may go sideways and that's one of the things that i think we learned a few times in a few of the classes was that shit will always happen things will always go wrong it's just a matter of when And then what do you do to come back from that? Because everyone's human. We all have this element of mistake that is a possibility at any moment. And how do you handle that kind of stuff? So you being able to acknowledge that before we did our scene, I was just like, ah, that feels so much better. Like, I don't have to be perfect for this. I'm not expecting you to be perfect for this. That was awesome for me. So we warmed up. Which also gets your skin ready. Yeah, because it warms all of it. It's a literal warm-up. Yes. Yeah. So that it's not traumatized when I hit harder. Yeah. Can I say hit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was all consensual. It was so consensual. <laughs> so as a, as a quick side note, we did take a class called BDSM and the Law. Mm-hmm. And we realized that these are murky waters that we play in. And it's all super <laughs> risky. Specifically, y'all are criminals. Yeah. All, everyone. Yeah, anyone that participates in this, yeah, are on some level. (laughs) Which I'm fucking into, if I'm (laughs) honest. I was only more intrigued. Right. Yeah. And taking the class, (laughs) I knew that everything that we did, everything that I do is illegal. Mm -hmm. What am I going to go to jail for? Like, everything? Okay. Yeah. Little side note on that is that what we learned was that anywhere in the United States, this is considered abuse. Even if you've consented, even if you've signed a waiver, even if you've signed a consent form or an agreement of some sort, there is no differentiation in the law's eyes that say that this is anything other than abuse, even if you asked for it, even if you wanted it. So it does make it really tricky when you do want it and you do consent to it and you want to have these things. How do you, how do you navigate that stuff? Well, you vet the people that you're going to play with, especially if you're a dom, so that you don't have to worry about things coming back and turning ugly and turning into a lawsuit of some sort. And it's especially important for subs or bottoms to consider that as well, because you may end up with a dom that is abusive and is hiding this and that's their guise is, oh, but you you wanted this, you asked for this. So it's a very slippery slope. It's very tricky to navigate that kind of stuff. So there's our side path. I think we went over and checked out toys for which ones 
I was going to be, we had talked about which ones I was kind of interested in. Mm -hmm. So you brought some for me to check out. And I think we landed on, what is that big, loud one? I pulled it up so that I knew what it was called. I love this thing. It is Sports Sheets Saffron Love Strap. It was amazing. So it's this big, wide strap that kind of like folds over. So when it slaps together, it's this insanely loud. Like picture a weight belt. Yeah. If you will seen like a weight belt, but it has a handle off of each end. So when it's doubled over and are they magnetic? Velcro. Velcro. So that it's like two handles on the end. So you can take it apart. Oh, I see. And then when it comes doubled over, the handles like meet up and it Velcros up and it just kind of becomes a loop like strap. Right. It's pretty cool. And so you can take it apart and use it. Yeah, we saw that. As I saw that. I oh, as a literal belt. Yes. Yeah. No. Well. No, you. As a strap for doggy when, style. Yeah. So that you can control. Your, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. That's really awesome. So cool. that explains why it makes that noise too. What are you looking at me like that for? The, <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> He's like, all right. I mean, that's just a side note. That's that's. <laughs> That's just a standard operating procedure. The latex couple in the cage could have just used used that for oh, sure. They, they were very, they were very sure. slippery. Yeah. <laughs> so we decided that that was going to be used for sure because that, man, after hearing that on Friday night, I was 100% sold on that one. That was just such a cool item and something unique. I hadn't seen anybody else using anything like that too. We decided and it's one of my favorites. Because it's so loud yeah. that the whole dungeon, you could hear it wherever you were. It's yeah. like six or seven inches wide, too. It probably, it's oh, like it's massive. You know, 18, 22 inches in length and probably six or seven inches wide. So it's a lot of surface area. It, yeah. It snaps. And it's not terribly mean. No. No, it just sounds horrifically mean. So we picked out that one. We decided on a flogger. There was the gloves, the weighted gloves that we talked about. We had a paddle too. A wooden paddle. Yeah. Was there anything else? Am I missing anything? I don't think so. Yeah. We picked out those and then got started. And what was the first one that we did? It was flogger. It was the flogger. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So we did the spanking warm up. You spanked me with your hand for a while. Mm -hmm. And then we went to the flogger. Because I can hit really hard with it. Yeah. And not damage the bottom. I don't really remember a whole lot of that one. I think it was like just a little blip on the radar. So we must not have done that one for too long. No. Yeah. I get bored easy. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear you scream. Uh-huh. I think that's when the biting. <clears throat> I believe you're right. Oh. I think because the flogger went in and then you still weren't Moving. reacting. Yeah. yeah. You were still acting bored. Yeah. And, and so then the biting began. That's right. Yes. And that worked. It did. Yeah, that did work. Um, I bit your ass first. Yeah, I got my ass bit. Mm -hmm. Then we did the big guy. We did. Yes. That was next. And that was loud. And every now and then it would catch a bite and it would sting just a little bit, but not enough to be a super, what I would consider to be a stingy toy. Right. That did not come across as like a stingy thing. We did that one for a while. Do we do front and back with that one? I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because I like it on the inner thighs as well. Yeah. So yes. Oh, I forgot about that. So that was something that I had never thought about prior to talking with you. And then when you mentioned inner thighs, I was like, you know what? Yeah, maybe. Why not? I've never didn't know that that was an option. We did negotiate biting. So I was prepared for it, but I wasn't sure how it was going to feel or what that was going to do. What? I fucking bite you all the time. What yeah, but not mean? like that. You don't oh, she does it better? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> not better, just different. <laughs> just different. <laughs> she did it with intention. Whereas Fair. when you bite, you don't bite to leave marks. You, you bite because you're passionate. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. You do. like It's like a leverage bite, I guess. I suppose. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> it's not. It's not the same. So... My whole goal for this was to work on finding my voice because I've been trained essentially to just be quiet and I didn't know how to be vocal when it came to stuff like this. So the bites got yips out of me that I had such a hard time like letting them out. I'm like, no, don't do it. <laughs> so they, they came out as like, like squeals. They did. They were super cute. It was it was really cute. Yeah. So um, then I wanted more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So we did the big paddle for a while. At one point you stopped and said, did I hit your pussy? And I was like, I don't know. Did you? <laughs> like, I'm asking you. And I'm like, yeah, I think you did. And then I think I said something along the lines of, that's okay to do more of it. He said, yeah, do it again. Do it again. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was not something that we had negotiated for, but yeah. also like, I don't have a scope of what I'm into or what is available or like there's no ABC choices for me to pick from at this point because everything is just a clean slate. It's like writing an essay versus doing a multiple choice quiz. So I'm like, yeah, that wasn't that bad. I'm, I'm okay with that. Let's, we can continue with that one. That's fine. But I, I think that there, I sense like a moment of, oh shit, did I, I cross a line here? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, nah, that's good. That works. I'm not ready to stop yet. That didn't, that doesn't phase me at all. And we, you had me turn around and face forward and your butt up against the sawhorse. Yeah. The butt up against the sawhorse and open your legs. Did we do thighs there or did we do? We did. We did thighs next. Yeah. So then we worked on inner thighs and more pussy hitting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That was great. Actually, I'm surprised by the bruises that it left. On your pussy? Yeah. Yeah. My lips were bruised. It was they really were. cool. Yeah. It was really awesome. I remember when you turned around and opened your legs. Uh-huh. And I said to you, your pussy is glistening. Uh-huh. You're like, are you wet? And I was like, I think I am. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, goodness. I got called out on that <laughs> one. So we did thighs. And I got thigh bites out of that, too. You did? that, And that was awesome. I think that was at the end. That was after I hit your breasts. Yeah. So then we must have done breasts right after that. Mm-hmm. And that was one. So at this point, I've taken off my skirt. So instead of just having it flipped over, I was like, all right, I'm good. I'm going to take this off. I'm going to get this out of the way. So I took that off. And then after doing thigh hits for a while, then it was switch over. And I was like, you know what? I'll take my top off. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't care. But again, to me, it only felt like there were four people. And so it didn't. Not groups of people staring at you. No, it it just everything else there, kind well, of was like. There for sure was. There was. Was there really? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're fucking hot. Are you, you kidding yeah, me? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I said your fucking your sex beacon was on. What is that? What it was? <laughs> yeah. They heard the little peeps. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, okay. And then your top came off. And then my top came off. And your gorgeous breasts were right there. And you were so reassuring. And that made me feel, you were just like, what is your problem? Why are you acting like this? That's what I try to say. Oh my gosh. Like, okay. My shit don't count though. No. No. Because you say it because you, otherwise you don't get it if you are not nice. Yeah. I wasn't trying to penetrate her. No. I was just trying to make Well, I've all been given up. (laughs) So my compliments are real. All right. You did something that was, I thought, kind of unique for someone with a small chest because I thought, I don't know how you're going to do this. There's not a whole lot of meat to work with here. But you held them and then slapped with the other hand. And that was so cool. It it's, it doesn't work just with small breasts. It works with all breasts. With all of them? All of them. Yeah, okay. I feel so included now. <laughs> because then I have more of an angle, right? Mm-hmm. Like... Like you're clapping your hands. Uh-huh. I'm just holding one breast in my hand and then hitting and it. And clapping your hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With a boob in between. And you get to hold the extra breasts. Right. Yeah. Like who? Win, win. Yeah. Yeah. We did that. And apparently I got some good bruises out of it right away. Yeah. And I love the comment that you made about, um, you don't have any feeling in your nipples, do you? It's <laughs> like, what? Uh-huh. <laughs> How did you know? Oh, the nipple rings. I was like, no, mm-hmm. I don't. <laughs> But even getting my nipples pierced, that didn't change anything for me. I was like, well, they look pretty now. Mm -hmm. Yay. Very pretty. Yeah. So, and then my nipple ring caught you at one point. Mm -hmm. Yes. This little bastard just bit me. Sorry. I'll take it out. I'm sorry. (laughs) I was like, don't stop though. (laughs) There were some bites. I had boob bites too. Mm -hmm. I had thigh bites. I had back bites. Yes. I don't remember when the back bites came in. Was that? That was earlier. It was, was earlier. You were okay. bent over. That was, okay. during, <clears throat> that was during the flogger section. Yeah. Oh, got it, got it, yeah, got the it. the warm-up. Oh, oh, early on. Okay, yeah, the warm-up. <laughs> yeah. 
You called did. you a dirty fucking whore a couple times. You did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had very specifically requested to have praise and degradation. Mm-hmm. And you did such a great job. <laughs> it was so perfect. Oh, thank you. There was so much of it that I was like, oh, no, this I'm not doing very good here. And then you would just like grab me by the hair and like say, like, you're doing such a good job right mm-hmm. now. <sighs> yeah, I didn't realize how much I lived for that until you started doing that. That was fantastic. Yeah, that's that was perfect. I loved that. And I have a hard time degrading people. Really? So I'm like practicing. Okay, call her dirty fucking slut, uh-huh. dirty fucking whore. Okay, like, can I do this? Can uh-huh. I do this? Like, do I sound like I mean it? Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. I loved it. Yeah, it was in in my receiving end of it. It was flawless. So yeah, I thought that was great. So we got breasts, breast and bruises. Sure did. <laughs> and then I squatted in front of you and that's when I bit your inner oh, thighs. That's right. That's right. That's right. I remember that. And those, I got more squealy. Yes. I got a little bit braver with my squeals. You did. And then was that when we decided that paddles were com- the paddle was coming out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I knew that the paddle was probably going to be like the end, end of game for me. I knew that if we started with something like that, I probably wouldn't be able to hang tight with a whole lot more after. And honestly, like, I'm so glad that I did it that way. And you said, how many times do you want to be hit? And I said, twice. And you were like, twice on each cheek or <laughs> like, twice in general? <laughs> I was like, oh, no, actually, twice on each cheek would be perfect. And then, yeah, I don't, I don't think that we're missing anything else in between that, are we? No. I don't think so. Yeah. So Ooh, then I, I, got, I got paddled and... What was your viewpoint from the paddling? Because I know that you have a very specific, when you saw that happen. No, I just thought, I I knew how, I knew the challenges you were up against with the goals that you had kind of set in place for what you wanted out of it. As far as being vocal and being able to like sink into the experience is sometimes difficult for you. You're very intellectual. Yeah, but you, you said that when you saw that first one hit, Oh, no, the, the, uh, the, not in general, that, yeah. Yeah. No, it was instant, that, like, wooden paddle. It was, like, smack. And before it was, like, it pulled away and there was, like, a three-inch. White. Yeah, like, purple <laughs> ring with a bright white center. Mm-hmm. In, instant. Mm-hmm. It instant. was delicious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yeah. So, was that first swing that did that? Yes. Cool. That's awesome. I only hit you once on each che- cheek. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, man. Because then where else am I going to hit? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, it was right in the middle and it was like. Mm -hmm. Schmack. Yeah. Yeah. The second one was not quite as hard. Yeah. Because I didn't end up with. She was trying to leave you one cheek to sit on the rest of the weekend. (laughs) That's kind of how it went too. (laughs) Yes, Yes, it was. And that was one that I finally, after building up. Because what was, uh, we were looking at like, what, 20, 25 minutes or something? We were in it for a while. I, think, I wasn't watching the clock. Yeah, I think your total was somewhere mid 40 minutes. That's what I thought. So I think, really? I think it was like 46 minutes or 48 minutes or something like that. Was that from cuffs to end or was that just in scene, do you think? That might have been from the time we started walking. Yeah. Because we just kind of did a U. And ended up down there, so that was probably including kind yeah. of walking the, you know, three quarters of the perimeter. Yeah, I can't imagine that the walk took more than like five to ten minutes tops. Even that is kind of a push. So, yeah, so by the time that that paddle came out, I was finding my voice a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. And then I was like squealing and kind of like jumping around mm-hmm. a little bit too. And like You kind closed of, your legs several times. Uh-huh. And I had to... Yeah. Remind you to open them. Yep. Mm -hmm. That felt more comfortable for me to actually like get a real squeal out of it, a real yelp out of it. And so I met my goal. I did the thing and I was vocal and senior was very proud of me. I was. Yeah. As was I. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. It feels like you met and exceeded every goal that you had kind of set. Yeah. So within a a reasonable amount. Truly. And, And I didn't know what I was going to be capable of when we were setting this up in the beginning anyway. So trying to figure out where my limits might be, what my threshold might be. And then you said a really great thing to me where you were like, 
You are not a light bottom. <laughs> you are not. <laughs> you said you're a medium bottom for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I told you, I hit you the same as I hit everyone else with that flogger and that strap. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And yeah, that, they were not like hold back. No. Strikes at all. No. That, that was a cool, that's a cool thing. Because <clears throat> I've seen, like we've watched several of your scenes. Yeah. And like I, I'm... uh Childhood trauma stuff, I'm super observant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm like, I, I noticed. Very was like, oh, yeah, no, she's doing her thing right now. Yeah. It's not a it's not a half measure, so. And I gladly went along with it. Which is, which is good. Was and great. I'm, and I'm glad that this worked out that way because if it, you know, we've, we've been, like, doing some stuff, but, like, not a full, you know, 40, 30 minutes scene of something like that I would not have pushed her that far right and so I think you've you having done that and been the one to kind of do this for like an official scene I think elevated bird to where she needs to be a lot faster than I would have been able to get to 100% agree and I've seen like oh okay you don't have a fucking excuse because I've seen you take it so mm-hmm. I know what you Great. can be able to take. You're in trouble now. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. So it worked out perfectly for me. I'm very strategic. And it's easier to do in a dungeon <laughs> versus in your bedroom. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's the a different vibe. Up, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was yeah. one of the big things that I talked about with my therapist was that I feel spoiled for starting my very first scene at Kinkfest. And now I don't know how everything else is going to compare. Even some of the other places that we go around here, they're great, but I just, I don't know how that's going to compare to that particular environment. I just felt so safe and so comfortable and so stoked to be able to do that on that kind of a level that, yeah, I'm going to be chasing that high for a while. Well, we'll have to go up north and see if you still feel the same way. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And she was saying that I need to go to like big cities and and go to dungeons and bigger cities and stuff. And I might have to do it. I Mm -hmm. think, I think also like that's great. And not to talk, talk, you know, minimize anything about the weekend and what that experience was. But I think much in the same way that you would kind of like, it didn't, once you were in that moment, it didn't really matter what else was happening. You, you noticed like the people that were there that you were there with and I think no matter where you're at, whether it's in, you know, up north or any other place, if you're really in that moment, that's the same kind of magic is going to kind of happen. Yeah. Just right. different. Just, yeah. Just different. But it also does matter what happens next. Yeah. You know, like if I had taken her too far, if I pulled out a different paddle that yeah. we had, we didn't even talk about the gloves. Yeah. I, I put the gloves on backwards. Oh yeah. We did do the gloves. Yes. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they have sand in them, right? Weight. Yeah. And so normally you hit people, right? Punch them. Mm-hmm. You don't have a lot to punch. <laughs> so I put it on backwards so that I could spank you with them. Because um, if I spank you with them and it, the weight is on the top of my knuckles, it hurts my hand. Yeah. And I'm not about that. So you put I'd the rather hurt you on the palm side. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that you don't bust up your own hands. Yeah. I did that. I do remember that now. Yeah. And I think that you're, you prefaced it with, you're going to, it's going to feel like a massage. Mm -hmm. However, I don't necessarily know if I could distinctly pick out the feeling of them because everything was just, all right, brace for impact. Here it comes. I don't know what's coming next, but it's coming. Yeah. Also the second hit of the paddle, Mm -hmm. you flinched. (gasps) You caught that. I did. Yes. And that's why I didn't hit you. Yes. I waited. Oh. Yeah. Timing, and then, timing is everything. And then that. I touched you again with the paddle uh-huh. so that you knew that I was going to draw back. Uh-huh. And you flinched again. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But you gave me a second to kind of like relax mm-hmm. and go, okay. Um, that moment meant more to me than I think that anybody could ever possibly realize because that's the difference. Oh, man. That uh, I'm so glad that you brought that up. That's the difference from like childhood trauma from being hit 
when you were not expecting it, when you were not ready for it. And, you know, like your body's bracing for it. Like, oh shit. Okay, here it comes. All right, go, go do the thing. Just get it over with. Versus like, okay, wait, hold on. I'm ready. Now, now I'm, I'm actually ready for this. And like, I want this. So that shift, that tiny little moment, that hesitation, that you paying attention and noticing that moment was so big for me. And I wasn't sure if it was intentional and I meant to ask you about it and I totally forgot about it. I'm glad you brought it up, but yeah, it made a huge Im- impact on me. No That's pun intended. So awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause it gave me a chance <sighs> take a breath, relax and go, okay, I am ready for it. I don't think you were supposed to relax. I think you were supposed to be anxious and in the, in your anxiety place, wondering when it was going to happen mm-hmm. though. <laughs> I, I wanted you not to be prepared. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. I loved it. I and loved then your that. aftercare. And then my aftercare. Yeah. And then uh, you wrapping the scene up, telling me what I needed to do, being like, send me photos. Mm-hmm. I want to see the bruises. Every day. Every single day. I thought that that was such a neat thing. Like, man, that's, that's really, really cool. What a, a nice way to do aftercare when you're not my person. You know, you're not going to sit and comfort me like Senior did. That mm, chef's kiss. Loved we, that. We do also need to talk, though, because you you also like really secret sneakily dommed me by making you know that I'm the fucking one that has to get up out of bed and take these pictures. Right. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. And what do you mean? And you get to stare at my butt. Right. And Her my naked boobs. body. Come like, on. I mean, that's fair. We're not talking about that. And he's, he's complaining. And. <laughs> We all have iPhones, right? Do you have an yeah, iPhone? Sure. And so they're on of live course. pictures, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I can hear him what, complain yeah. what happens. Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't uh-huh. think about that. I debated uh-huh. on whether or not to tell you that because uh-huh. I'm like, uh, oh, let me listen to this. Oh, what yeah. did I say? Oh, I listened to him back and I'm just like, I'm sending it anyway. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> you just complain. All right, fine. It's yeah. done. All right. Yep. <laughs> okay. Turn around. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's good enough. Yeah. <laughs> So the other reason that I have people send me photos every day is so that I can check their mental state. Mm -hmm. So I can see, are you okay? Are you dropping? Are you triggering? Yeah. Like, is there anything that we need to discuss? Yeah, that's a really cool way to handle it too. And it's a really nice way to present that. Especially if you are not someone's designated dom, then what better way to do it than just kind of a casual check-in? I thought that was awesome. So yeah, so we wrapped up our scene. And senior got my favorite sweatshirt out, plooped it on me, even though I was not ready to be fully clothed. <laughs> Did you know that? Um, no, I mean, I had it ready. It was, yeah, it was like. And you kind of milled around a little bit. Mm-hmm. I did. So it wasn't. But there was this feeling of just like, um, oh, I'm actually really comfortable being naked. However, I did send you my list of aftercare and it was pretty much just warm, comfy clothes. And we talked about it in the hotel before we came over too. So you were doing exactly what I had asked you to. Yeah. And I kind of, I got, I had your stuff ready and I was just kind of standing around over there while you were doing your thing. And yeah. like you kind of came over and I asked, I did ask if oh, you were ready. One of the parts that we like forgot this. was when I started to get a little lightheaded. So I think it was right after breast spanking and breast spanking, breast hitting, breast boobs. Mm-hmm. You hit my titty, boobs titty and I got smacking. titty smacking. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I started to get lightheaded. Yes. And I was like, oh, I better take a second here. Otherwise this is going to end up pretty bad. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't know. Did I signal to you or something? I like, I can't even remember. I think it was in between. And then you said, I need a second. I, I need a second. Is yeah. that okay? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then. We needed water. You needed water. Yeah. So I just need a little bit of water. And then you immediately, I didn't even realize you grabbed my bag and had it over there. Immediate. And I was just, fucking ready. I, I, sent, yeah. I sent Vex to go get you water. Yeah. And, and she then, jogged all the way over right. to the DJ and booth. Seniors right there with your water. Just I'm like, Immediate. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that was cool. It was, that was perfect. So I took a little sip of water and kind of reassessed. And I thought, okay, this is good. Like, I, I don't feel super lightheaded anymore. And I don't know if it was from standing and locking my knees or from being over and then standing. I, I have no idea. I don't know what it was. But it was enough to just get a little bit of water, get a breather. And then I was like, <laughs> let's go. I'm uh, ready. It was from your body being flooded full of endorphins. Well, yes. And also, yeah, yeah. that. 
the brush. Yeah. 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 You had everything ready and prepared. And it's not like I could say to you, I don't want to put that sweatshirt on. But there was this part of me that was kind of a little disappointed. It was like, (laughs) all right, this officially marks the end of the scene. This officially marks aftercare starting. And it was kind of a little sad to like already be jumping into that. And then putting clothes on, I don't know. I just, for once, I felt pretty comfortable being naked. And I was like, oh, I don't want to put a sweatshirt on. Dang Yeah, it. I don't think you put your, like, shorts that you brought on Didn't. on until mm-hmm. we left. Yeah, and I had mentioned that, too, <laughs> where I was like, I'm going to have to have so something had, on walking out yeah, of the building. So she just had a hoodie on yeah, for right. the rest of that night. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then <clears throat> we went and sat over in this little quiet area, sat on the bench, and you had the blanket out for me. You gave me some chocolate. Yeah, I had some chocolates. Drank my water. Yeah, I got my chalkies. And then I drank some water. And we hung out and talked about it a little bit. Talked about like some standout parts and what have you. And you had a little cry. I had a little cry. And it was so interesting. Like it wasn't like a happy cry or a sad cry or like an emotional cry. It was just like a release cry. I'm like, I did it. I did the thing. And (laughs) yeah, they just kind of poured out of my face and. I I had this realization too that the shitty things that I'd gone through with that fake dom did not occur to me in the scene like I was afraid that they were going to. I afraid that I was afraid that that was going to all come kind of flooding back and like really taint my experience. And I got done and I was sitting on the bench and I'm like, oh, I did it. I didn't even think about that one time. I was so it was just like everything was so in the moment and nothing else really existed past, present, future didn't exist. It was just what's going on right here, right now. And that I think made me emotional to realize that I have this capability to do that now. And you did great. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. I think we wrapped up and I said, I want to go check everything else out. Feeling sassy, feeling fine. Let's go do the thing. We were coming out, and I think you were walking up I towards was. us. Coming to check on you, make yeah. sure everything was good. Yep. And and you were like, are you good? And I was like, I'm great. <laughs> Let's go. What else we got tonight? I want to watch some more things. Uh, she, You also wouldn't let me take the cuffs off of you. <laughs> no. <And> you insisted <laughs> on being recuffed yeah. uh-huh. and then led around by the uh-huh. by the cuffs the rest of I, the I loved night. it. Yeah. yeah, I really, really loved it. And then at the end of the night, I, I can't remember when you finally like unclipped them and we had to be done with it, but that officially ended the night for me. Mm. Yeah, it just was comforting to have those on and just kind of be in that mindset. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was. 10 out of 10. Cannot wait to do it again. Loved it. And I thank you for trusting me enough to do that scene with you. Well, and in the same sense, thank you for trusting me too, because, you know, we don't know each other a whole ton. Right. And so here is this brand new person that's like, hey, fuck me up. (laughs) Well, when I put it out there, hey, you know, I'll spank you. Yeah. If you ever, you know, want that. Yep. Well, and Vexus brought it up too. Mm-hmm. She was like, you know, you, you can talk to Goddess about this and, and see what she has to say. And I was like, all right, I'll take that into consideration. Like, oh, I don't know. So, you know, sometimes people offer and then they don't really mean it or something. And then uh, you had brought it up once before too. And then you brought it up a third time and just kind of, you know, again, if you ever want to, I'm here for it. And I was like, if I don't take this opportunity, if I don't at least try, I don't know when I'm going to get another opportunity. And I've had a chance to have a spanking session with someone else in the community. And I wanted to do it, but the timing just didn't quite fit. And so when this came up, I was like, that feels like a really good fit. And I I don't want to miss this timing. I don't want to miss this opportunity. So I was like, I'm doing it. I'm in. I want to try it. I loved every second of it. Wouldn't change anything. I loved it as well. Even though some people looked at me like, she's letting you spank her. (laughs) For her first time in the dungeon at Kingfest, really. <laughs> and you may get to bite her. Mm-hmm. Does she know what she signed up for? Cool. I like that. <laughs> that's awesome. That's that's a cool feeling too. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there there is like um a little bit of status within the community too. You know, when you build a reputation and you do this for as long as you've been doing, there is this element of like you're very well known it's like an honor. It's like a privilege to be able to play with someone that has that kind of experience under their belt. And 
that also adds to the trust factor as well. You know, you, you come highly recommended from so many people that have played with you that it's hard to not want to be able to play with someone that has so many great recommendations like that. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Do you have anything else about the scene that you wanted to add or touch on or anything like that? No, not specifically about the scene. Yeah. But I never asked you what your trauma was. I knew that it had to do with a session, right? Yeah. But I didn't know exactly what. Yeah. And so I just wanted to make sure that I was not going to traumatize you mm-hmm. or trigger you in any way. And so being cautious and being careful and watching your body language, you know, touching you to make sure that you're relaxed, you're not tense, you're not freaking out. Yeah. Checking in with you to make sure that I could see you yeah. and that you weren't traumatized. Yeah. And so a lot of that, you know, I've, I've talked with other partners and I'm like, I always touch someone so that I can feel them. Mm-hmm. And it is reassurance for them. And it's also reassurance for me. Yeah. So. Um, I don't, I can't, I don't think that I've talked about the trauma on the podcast. It's something that I very openly talk to people about in general. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a problem talking about it, but I, I don't think that it dawned on me that that would be something that you would like to know or needed to know or anything like that. But yeah, it was basically just a surprise scene that we had talked about doing some sort of dynamic, but it was never official. There was some, it was almost like role-playing leading up to it. And we had gotten an Airbnb and he planned this whole thing. In, and in he, the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. In the middle with of nowhere for you to go. Yeah. In the middle of nowhere. And there was just, you know, no, I had no idea what to expect. I had a couple guesses and he was like, I'm not going to tell you. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess. But he was an experienced Dom, quote unquote. He said that he had like 10 years in the lifestyle and there was many partners that he had played with. And when I tried to vet him, he said, oh, all the people that I used to play with are in another state. They're in Arizona, and I don't keep in contact with them anymore. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, 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 that makes sense. And being so new to the scene, I trusted that situation and did not pan out well for me. <laughs> uh, it was pretty sus, like when he didn't want me to contact his friends or have anything to do with his friends, but he wanted to be friends with my friends and all that, and so all these red flags that were justified at the time. But looking back, I'm like, man, that that's a lot of stuff that I should not have ignored. So he set up the scene. It was a combination of he tied me improperly to some rafters. So my hands were up above my head, blindfolded me. I wasn't allowed to talk. I couldn't see what was going on. And he did candle wax to start out with. And I don't think that they were actual like, skin candles I think that they were just regular candles and they burned terribly so I suffered through that for quite a bit and then it got to the point where I was like man this this is uncomfortable my wrists are killing me this is freaking me out now I can't even see what's going on he's doing all this candle stuff that really hurts and then I safe it out and instead of stopping the scene he just got me a little bit of water and switched over and started vlogging instead so I'm like okay well if I'm stuck here, I'm just going to dissociate. I'm just going to check out because otherwise I don't know how I'm going to get through this. I don't know if this is like a thing that I'm going to need to like survive. So I just checked out until I feel my hands anymore. The blood was all drained out of them. I was so uncomfortable from standing in this position and I have no idea how long I was up there. A half hour, 45 minutes, maybe an hour, no idea. And I think I finally said with words, like, I can't do this anymore. I need down. And he was mad that I didn't want to get in the shower so that he could wash the candle wax off of me. And I'm like, I'm not getting into this person's bathtub covered in wax and go clog up their drain. I also spent hours on my hair. I don't really want to get in the shower and get that all wet. So like, no, I I don't want to do that. I just, I want to get down from this. And I just want to like lay down for a bit so he was mad about that he was frustrated that I ended the scene he was frustrated that this had gone the way that it had gone and it was a lot of like mental anguish that I had ruined this for him that I had messed this up for him even though he'd not talked about any of this with me leading up to it like okay this is all my fault I guess 
So yeah, that was tough. And then, you know, afterwards when we talked about it, I was the one that led the conversation and said, I'd like to talk about this with you. And he kind of said, when I asked about the safe word stuff, I said, you know, when I said the safe word, I thought that that meant that you were going to stop completely. And he's like, oh, I see, I didn't understand what that was supposed to mean. So I thought that you just wanted to like change it up and do something different. Like, oh, yeah, 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 that's my fault. My bad. I'm so sorry. I, I should have been more clear about that. It's not my job to be more clear when we had kind of talked about this particular safe word being like the stop to things. And he didn't want to stop. So he kept going. So, yeah, that's kind of the gist of it. That's horrible. I'm sorry. Thanks. <laughs> it was it was not fun. And, and that so, was your first time with him? And that, that was my first time. Yeah. And I'd never done any kind of like scenes or anything like that. I was so brand new to the community. I think I'd been to one munch before that. <clears throat> and you were isolated. And I was it isolated. It was a road yeah. trip. Yeah. So then she had yeah. to spend like the entire next day and a half or whatever in the cab of a vehicle. Oh, no. That was... That was that was a different time. This was the second one that was more local. But yeah, it was still out in the middle of nowhere where, you know, I was kind of obligated to stay there. Always vet your people. Always vet your people. Top especially or bottom. It doesn't matter. Yeah, especially talking to community members that have had any kind of interactions with that person. That would have made a huge difference. But that like, oh, I'm not from here. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's true. There's no one that I can talk to about you. All right. That kind of makes sense. That's your red flag. It is. <laughs> that's that's the no, don't do this until you can talk to someone that can really vouch for them. I mean, it and, wasn't until we went and got vetted for the ropes class that mm-hmm. we learned that, oh, other people. There's other people that have said stuff about him in the community yes and then it was just like oh okay Mm -hmm. and then that was really nice to know like okay i think we're in a safe space like we're doing this the right way now we've found a community that's like policing itself and is yeah keeping track of this shit when we went to go talk with mistress about it she had said you know what's his name and i'll i'll keep tabs and if i hear anything you know i'll let you know and i said it and she's like that's not the first time i've heard that name and i'm like Oh, shit. I did that the wrong way, didn't I? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. I know that was a big relief for you, though, too, that Mm -hmm. you're hearing that. Yeah, absolutely. So all that being said, I learned so much from that experience Mm -hmm. about listening to what feels right and what doesn't feel right about things. And so when there's a scene that someone hasn't talked about ahead of time, it's okay for me to say no, just as a full sentence. No, not what I'm into, not what I want to do. You can talk about it with me beforehand. And if we had negotiated and he said, this is what you're going to expect. I'd like for you not to talk during this. If you have to, then you can, but I would prefer that you don't say much or like, this is what to expect. These are the scenes that I'd like to do with you. Any of that stuff. But it was like a smorgasbord and it was very clear that he's like, okay, here's my chance. I can try out all this new Mm -hmm. stuff. What else can I do? What else can I do? What else can I do? And like, and she's yeah. really just not going to say anything. She's, not gonna she's say just going to stand there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, truly just trusting that this was how things were supposed to go and this is what it was supposed to look like and feel like and all that. Yeah. Which so. also like what a selfish experience. Oh have. yeah. Like the thing is the whole thing is about <laughs> connectivity and yeah. the connection between the two people doing this. Supposed to be, yeah. Yeah. I I feel like it's supposed to be more of like a mutually beneficial situation and not just a one-sided, like, well, I'm having fun. You're not having fun? Sorry. Sucks to be you. Oh, you didn't come? Uh, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm that person. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's fine. That's your job, kind of. Yeah, you know. (laughs) So, yeah. So, uh, all that being said, It was really nice to be able to do things the right way, go about things in a much more healthy manner and not feel freaked out or scared or like, is this the right way to do this? I don't really know. Okay. All right. I should probably hide this from my friends because if I tell my friends about this then they're going to be like, what are you doing? And like, that's a red flag in and of itself to do this in such a proper avenue and have such a really great experience. And then the communication throughout too, I was almost afraid that like talking during our scene was going to kind of ruin that moment or whatever. And I'm, I'm learning so much that even in just vanilla sex, talking during sex or communication during sex doesn't necessarily ruin it. Like the movies portray it to be that you can have 
this whole fun, funny experience. You can laugh. You can have a whole conversation. You can say what you want and what you're after, what you're not into. Maybe let's try something else. This position is kind of boring. Let's move to something else. You can have that and not have it ruin the moment. And the same thing with the scene that even if you have to say, I need a drink of water. I'm a little lightheaded. It doesn't take away from the scene. It doesn't change anything. It was still a lot of fun. Right. And still felt super safe. And I think the extra communication made it even better. It made it feel safer and more freeing to be able to do stuff. So, yeah. And that you were being heard. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that was a big one, too, was that I didn't feel like if I did need to safe word out, you were just going to continue and be like, all right, let's change it up. Let's do something different instead. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I think that that's all I have. Do you have anything else that you would like to pile onto this? Senior, senior, what you got for us? <laughs> I'll figure it you out. You doxed me, At you the bitch. Very end of the. <laughs> That's fine. I did it like twice already. Anyway, yeah. I have some editing to do. I don't even care. What are they going to do? Fight me? Yeah. You can't steal my money. I don't fucking got none, bitch. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Spend it all on sex toys. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm good. That's all I got. You're good. Yeah. You don't want to okay. share your perspective. You already did. You just couldn't wait I mean, to get her home. We're back yeah, to the hotel Saturday much. night. Like no, I mean that was that was not. I mean that's all. I, I always <clears throat> okay. So we got a there's like standard operating procedure. Of course, like I'm a horny dude, right? But my my perspective was way more emotional. I mean, I I cried a little like during your scene because I know don't do that. No. Don't do that. You are a marshmallow. I am fucking not. I'm me? a personally <laughs> fangy sadist beast. Yes. Okay. Uh, no, but because I know how tough you are hmm. and, and I know in like in our day to day lives together, everything you do is very intentional. It's very controlled. Like you don't fucking put up with shit. You are not a submissive person on the day to day fucking basis. Trust me. (laughs) I knew, like I was going to start in earlier, like I know the challenges that you were up against there. So you got a little misty-eyed. Yeah, so I mean, it was just really, you know, I knew the challenge and, you know, I was talking to Vex kind of while it was happening. It was like, this is going to be, this is going to be tough. Like, you know, I don't, I don't know if, you know, I don't know if she's going to get there. And then you kind of started to get there and then it was like, okay, yeah. That was okay. Nope. That's the genuine, that's mm-hmm. the authentic noise. And like you started, it started happening. And yeah, that was really, that was really cool. Well, and you noticed a lot of little things too, that I was totally unaware of. I think specifically one of the ones that you noticed was that my body language was saying like, okay, yes, this is still okay. Yeah. So, I mean, you would react, you know, physically, but then you, Aside from a time or two where you had to be reminded, <laughs> uh, for the for the most of it, you were kind of like, oh, and you'd flinch, and then you would like shimmy, like set yourself right back into position again. Yeah, and that kind of, I think that kind of body language is saying like, okay, yeah, you know, that's, I'm still that's here like with it. Reissuing consent every single time you're being struck is to be like, yeah, back. I'm back where you wanted me to be, and then like you know, you know. You know, if somebody is like given, there's a couple of people <laughs> that that maybe don't operate like that that I've seen. Uh, that maybe <laughs> being struck in the fetal position is sort of their thing. <laughs> yes. Um, but I think for like a beginner person too, knowing that you can like flinch and kind of have the reaction, but then also like square back up and like that's a pretty safe way for you to know, like, okay, this person is like ready. Well, it's an indicator on my part that is like, I'm not dissociating. I'm not just shutting down. I'm still actively participating and like, all right, okay, put my feet back to where they're supposed to be, hands back, do the thing, and still actively participate in this just as much as, like you are actively participating. You're actively taking swings, right? So therefore, I need to actively do my part of things too versus, yeah, just, curl into a fetal position and go okay i'm here i guess well i mean that wasn't my example particularly but (laughs) no so yeah that was it was it was very cool to to see 
Thanks. Good job. Okay. I'm proud of you. Fantastic. Thanks. I'm proud of me too. <laughs> I'm proud of you as well. You, you did you. really good for such a whore. <laughs> Thanks. Dirty fucking whore. Thanks, guys. <laughs> you guys are the best. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. <laughs> I'm still trapped. Send help. Yeah, you are. <laughs> so that's going to wrap up today's episode. Thank you guys for joining us. If you would like to reach out to Drinks and Kinks, you can find us at drinksandkinks.squarespace.com or you can email me at drinksandkinkspod at gmail.com. Other than that... Enjoy the rest of your week and uh, kink responsibly. Bye, guys. See you. Bye.